hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a real play tabletop RPG using the chill 3rd edition rule set. Setting in the real Chicago world. My name is Nort and my players are... Dirks playing Father Frank Flanagan. And Ranson playing Pykel Sanchez. And Anna playing Mavis. We are going to have a little, what I'm going to call regrouping. Uh, so this episode, the episode, the first episode of our regrouping, it is in between cases. We are going to be upgrading our characters, uh, showing kind of the narrative purpose of how our characters are growing, um, while also gaining more mechanics to our the, their characters themselves. And then we are. I also added. I took from the book and kind of tweaked it a little bit, um, made it so that they could use certain use a different set of points to upgrade the base, but we'll get into the base part after we deal with the characters, because I'm not sure how long that's going to take. Um, but yeah, they they earned five uh, development points to upgrade their characters. The uh, They could use them on four separate things. They can upgrade their attributes and their skills. Or they could upgrade, they could get a specialization or upgrade a specialization. They can uh, gain an art or a school of the art or continue learning a school of the art. Or, and or, they can lose a drawback or gain an edge. And they can only get one each of the categories. <clears throat> and of course they have to have the points needed. Uh, and they are welcome to save their points for later use. They do not have to upgrade anything if they do not wish. Uh, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to start with Pykel. Uh We kind of talked a little bit before, kind of got a basic idea of what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And you, what were you thinking for the, for what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to do Larceny and a Nerd. Okay. So, a Nerd is basically teaching your character, your character learns how to take more of a hit. And helps, I believe it helps you regain... It like helps you recover like mentally and physically a little bit. Yeah. So it's, it helps you recover. I think it's more. Yeah, it helps you recover more physically. physically. Yeah. Uh, Just winding so. down, really, like learning to relax after you know killing a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really um, what it is. So and you also larceny is like all things picking locks, breaking into places. Yeah, I believe pretty much. So uh, what? So we're gonna let's start with larcen larceny. Mm -hmm. Um. Who do you who do you believe that would help you out with this, or how do you go about gaining this skill? Um, did we say it was Charles? I think it was, was Charles it? would be helpful for this. I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. I think it was Charles. That we, I don't have I don't remember all everybody's names, but yeah, <laughs> that's I think okay. It was Charles. <laughs> yeah, Charles is the head of communications, and he's the British the British guy that's all like mysterious and. Spy -like. I mean, they're all like mysterious. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but he was. Wasn't he a former British spy? Yeah, he was oh, okay. a double agent. Yeah. Was, okay. was it KGB or is that Russia? That's Russia. KGB is Russia. MS6. Yeah. Thank you. I actually had the same exact conversation in one episode about that. Too, oh, really? Yeah. And I looked at Shane and I, I said KGB and he said MI. MI. Yeah, yeah. That's her like special forces yep. like, yeah. spy thing. Yeah. It's our secret service. Not really, but CIA. CIA. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he is at his desk, just kind of. Uh, He's like on his computer, just typing away. <laughs> yeah, you know what to say about the guy. It's like, hey, how do you break into locks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Whatever you want. Just play it out with me. Uh, sorry, hold on a second. Probably be put on the spot. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know. I have the keys in my pocket. They're annoying me. <laughs> oh, I don't like being put on the spot. So you're, just, you're just standing there next to him? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, right now I am. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> um, He, like, hears you unscrew your flask and turns to you. Uh, Pico, is there something I can help you with? In fact, there is, Charles. I want to learn how to unlock or pick locks, I guess. Oh. He wants to learn a little larceny. Wonderful. Uh, and just, uh, just give me, give me five. And you would see him, like, he stands up and then he walks towards the storage area. Mm-hmm. And then after, like, 15 minutes, he comes back. Um, and... <laughs> He has, uh, he's carrying a couple locks in his hand, and then behind him, um, Mark has, like, a, a dolly. And he is wheeling, Mark's struggling, wheeling a, a safe. A safe? Nice. <laughs> nice. And then he takes, takes it, and then Mark takes the dolly and walks away. And, uh, Charles says, pulls up a seat for you, mm-hmm. and you both sit down. Now, you're gonna need one of these... And he kind of hands you, like, this little case. Okay. Um, and you open up. It's like a little black uh, little black case. Is it like a... Yeah, it's yeah, a rectangle. Like a... It's not very big. It could fit, like, maybe in your, like, like a bag. Okay. Um, and you open it, and there's little, like, tools that would help you um, get into locks or kind of get around mechanisms. Sure. They're like little um, picks and stuff. Little picks, <clears throat> uh, little, like, pinchers, like, these weird little tools you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes one and kind of just picks up like a like a padlock um, that has a key, and he just starts fiddling with it, and it pops open. Okay, <laughs> nice. And then he hands one to you. Uh huh. Okay. Give it a go. Yeah. So I take that same like the same tool. Same did. tool okay. he uses. And I like push it in there and I, like jiggle it around. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you're jiggling, it snaps. It just breaks. So you break the little. The little tool. Dang. Like, Stop working out. That's okay. I, you know, um, the whole goal is you got to fail a lot. And then uh, he just kind of opens his desk drawer and he has like a bunch more little tools and he just puts it on the ice. <laughs> He's like, you know, you just you just get into one one shop that sells these and you got a ton. And they don't even report you because they're not supposed to sell them. Oh. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you guys work for like a day or two. Um, he shows you the ropes. He shows you different types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he get like in the in the case there was like a little like thing you put to your ear and you can hear as you're twisting like the combination of a lock okay. on a safe. Yeah. Um, and eventually, after about four to five days, you you feel like you got the basics where you feel comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not really good at it. Per se, well, I know how to. You know get how to, to do it. To B, like to finish. Yeah, yeah you, okay. you you you've unlocked everything on his desk. It just took time. Um, the easiest was the little lock, the little combo locks. Like the dial ones mm-hmm. that we have for. Our, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. See. So yeah, uh, just write the beginner on there on the. I don't remember what. This, do you remember what was it? Fieldcraft that Larson he deals with. Yeah, I put it down here with the. Okay. Like so you're just doing stuff. Sweet. Um, and you you kind of were a quick learner to it, mm-hmm. since you were already pretty good at manipulating at... mechanics and stuff. You just never thought to put it towards this. 
Never thought to open things. Yeah, to craft them. usually yeah. just ex- make them explode. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good, uh, good, uh, different. Okay. Um, take, I guess. So, and as in between sessions with that, uh, you you go to Naomi, mm-hmm. um, who is kind of she's in the gym. She's just uh, kind of doing basic workout. And as you walk in the gym, you fully notice that it's very outdated. A lot of the equipment is broken or rusted. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's in really good in good care is the sparring arena. Right, because they um, probably use that a lot. Uh, that's It's just the only thing that wasn't messed up for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is just doing one-handed push-ups. That's hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard to do. Um, so... So she's just she's just doing push-ups as you walk into the gym. God, I always make it so awkward. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> well, I, know. I know. They're busy people. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but you remember her telling you during your training at the warehouse that there's more techniques you can learn to, uh, to like, recover from yeah. hits. So. Okay. Hey, Naomi. Oh, hello. Hello, Michael. And then she. Just kind of like pushes off the floor and just is like a like kind of jumps up, backflips, somersault right in <laughs> front of you. <laughs> She's more uh, like strong than she is agile. Yeah, I gotcha. But um, and you've never seen her. She usually is in like she kind of usually wears her uh, military uh, garb. She's just in like some workout clothes. So you see her like her legs are exposed and her arm is completely her arm that is still there is exposed and you actually see. Her uh, half of the her like a stump almost yeah her stump that's up here, mm-hmm. um, and she is just covered in scars and there's like looks like there's bullet wounds that mm-hmm. have healed up, um, and then she has a gash down her like neck that goes that proceeds down mm-hmm. and gets cut off by her clothes but because she's just wearing a tank top right um, and uh, she kind of has a towel and she starts wiping her head her face and she's just how can I help you Michael. Well, I heard you're the person to go to to help deal with, like, physical, like, what, traumas? Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I've taken a, a few hits. Okay. Do you have any, I like, could give you a hand. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any techniques you could show me? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Sweet. And then she just punches you in the stomach. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And then, so in between uh, larceny sessions, you go right to her, um, and she... Thoroughly, she's kind of just beats the shit out of you, but then you start to learn how to take it, um, and you, and then by the end of the fifth day, um, she's not just punching you, but she's showing you ways to like, like absorb the blood. Yeah, to like, yeah. kind of tense and detense certain areas. Mm-hmm. It's like wanted. Um, yeah. And the butcher just beats them every day. Beat yeah. <laughs> kind of, except not as brutal. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> You so the last day she kind of she punches you mm-hmm. and she, in the stomach and you kind of you do the exact technique she pulled so you kind of like lower your shoulders and pull your stomach in she hits you and then you reach out and you grab her hand and you pull her into you and you basically reverse wow. what she was, so you use her momentum against her yeah and then she kind of like uh, steps away from you and she says good job Michael thank you that wasn't easy my stomach hurts but <laughs> and you're just kind of there's bruises all over your body. Yeah, and I mean, and she would, I mean, she you she has some bruises too because she wanted to show you, right? Because she would never do anything to you that she wouldn't let you do to her. So like you were trying to punch her, but every time you try to punch her, she would, it know. would 
nothing. It was like you were hitting a like brick a brick wall, wall yeah. or you were hitting just like a soft pillow, the way she would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. So, nice. there you go. That's how he, so he got the inert edge mm-hmm. to help him with recovering trauma and stuff. So that would be really, it's gonna be really helpful. Because the monsters do get nastier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and vampires are pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, we started off on a pretty strong one. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I mean, you didn't, I mean... I did. Fine. So, like, the monsters have ratings. And it was, like, the... I think it was, like, the second or third rating. So, like, I was like, oh, this is just a middle of the run. And I was like... Mm. Yeah. yeah, we quickly realized that... <laughs> Because it's the same as the one that I have for my... Like, he could have easily killed all of us very quickly. Well, I mean, he had troubles. <laughs> yeah. Mavis. Yep. What were the things that you wanted to gain all right. from your character? So I'm going to train my close quarter combat. Okay. That's what I'm going to start with. Okay. Perfect. Um, and... Did you just want a broad overview of close quarter combat? So they're, this isn't, they're not doing a specialization. You're I'm just, not doing a specialization. Okay. Just training my close quarters combat. Okay, so um, that would either be uh, Naomi, Maxine, or Dr. Grimm. They're all pretty good at close quarters combat. Mm. We haven't seen much of Dr. Grimm. We haven't seen much of Naomi either, but Shane has been... Or, uh, Pykele has been training with, um, Naomi, so she's pretty busy. So, sure. I guess I'll go to Dr. Grimm, because Maxine and I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like she has an issue with you for some reason. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know more about Dr. Grimm. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, you do know where his office is. It's in the armory. It is in the armory. Yes, uh. You were just recently there when you had your interview. Mm-hmm. You had your uh, appointment with him when he kind of debug like debugged like your computer. <laughs> debriefed. De- yeah, debriefed yeah. and kind of figured out if you were okay to go back in. And he deemed all of you all right. Uh, you took extra time with you because you had a little trouble with yeah, the I murder some, that happened in some, front of you. Some trauma. For some reason, it bothered you a lot. <laughs> yeah. No idea why. I can't imagine why, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you go through the storage the storage room, and it is... You've uh, never really gotten to take your time as you're walking through it and look at it. Uh, it is a disaster in here. Um, there is stuff everywhere. There's cobwebs. There's blankets covering most things. The Really, the only shelf that people use is um, the first one closest to the, the top. The closest towards the right hand of the the room. Okay. The rest of the shelves are just disorganized and messy, and there's like rusty things exposed, and it's just too much of a, to deal with. So they only took time to clear off one of the storage racks at this point, um, and those just have basic provisions, uh, extra rope, every things you would just need for uh, going on jobs. So you go to his office, and you kind of knock on the vault door. And it opens up, and he is standing there, kind of cocking his head at you. Mavis, you're... You do not have another appointment yet. It's scheduled for a few weeks from now. How can I help you? Yeah, I, I just need some help. He cocks his head the other way. 
How can I help you then? I need to learn uh, to fight without my weapon, without my bow. Oh, I see. Interesting. Very well. Um, and he would kind of lead you in to the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would take off his his like jacket and hang it and just like put it over a chair. Okay. And he would stand up in front of you and he would kind of just stand there at you. Okay. Show me what you got. Okay. And now just give me a, a basic close quarters roll. And just roll it on your notebook. Should be fine. All right. That is a failure. So you like swing at him wildly. Uh-huh. Like you just you're just like flailing at him and he is just blocking every hit. Uh-huh. And then he like kicks you to the floor. Like he picks his foot up and the whole time he's just kind of standing still as you're coming at him. And he just kind of like puts his foot on your chest and kicks you to the floor. Ow. Hmm. Yes. I can help you with a few things. And he'll reach his hand down to you to help you out. Okay, I guess I'll take I'll take his hand. <laughs> sure, and then there is a sweet montage of you guys fighting, and he is just kind of like, he never really hits you. Uh-huh. He's kind of just always blocking every hit you take. Like yeah, you, you probably make. use like this part of his arm instead of like his Yeah, because he has his, uh, his shirt has like these weird like leather things on his arm, his, uh. Like braces? They're not braces, they're made into his, his like shirt. clothing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just kind of blocking them. And then he always ends up with you on the floor. Okay. And it hurts, but it's not like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a lion, but it's not as loud. It's like really as loud as a lion, but not as loud at the same time. <laughs> That's literally my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then yeah, you train it. So I believe it's just your max stamina is your close quarters combat. Yep. And you hit him. Like you, after a few days of doing this, um, you swing at him. You kind of faint. You fake him out with your left wrist, your left hand, and then you swing with your right, and you hit him right in the side of the head. Uh-huh. And uh, it kind of like spins his mask a little bit, and then he oh. looks at you and just kind of readjusts it, and he doesn't say anything for like thirty seconds. He's just looking at you. <laughs> and he just kind of like, like leans over. And just like this, it's kind of like it slaps his knee a little bit. Very good, Davis. I think you'll be just fine. And he hands you uh, these two like braces that you could put on your arms. Oh, like gauntlets. Yes, my uh, new age gauntlets. New age gauntlets. They're made of uh, Kevlar instead of metal. Mm. They're made to absorb the impact and make it less effective. My fighting style is more of a defensive, with tiring the enemy out before I hit. Um, Naomi's very, very uh, straightforward with her attacking, very aggressive. Um, That's where we vary, but that should help you out a lot. Sweet. And then you turn to leave, and uh, he, you hear him. Pipe, pipe up one more time before you before the door closes. 
You know, Mavis, you're the first person to ever get a hit. And the door closes. What a strange guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and as you're exiting uh, the storage, you are kind of, uh, you meet, kind of, you meet in paths with Frank, who you haven't really seen him in the past few days. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a lot of stuff with his church up top, um, and he... On the surface. <laughs> on the surface on the real world. world. <laughs> up there. Well, he yeah. also just, he also, his house is right next door to the church, so he usually just sleeps in his house. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you meet each other, and you were actually looking for her, mm-hmm. Frank. Because you've had, uh, you've been having trouble kind of putting what you saw in words. Your mind's been kind of a little flustered. Like you've been having a lot of time just dissecting everything, even after your interview with mm-hmm. Grimm. Um, you've just been trying to find some peace of mind. Okay. Which happens to be the edge that both of you want. So, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Mavis, how have you been? You look... A little heated. I'm a little beat up. Flushed. A little beat up. But I got these cool new age gauntlets. I never understood the term new age. It's not like the old age. Like you. Yes, I suppose I am very old age. That's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I, was, I was trying not to laugh. But... Mavis is very awkward. I know. <laughs> yes, yes, I suppose. Hmm. I haven't been around much. Would you care for a cup of coffee? Oh, sure. And I walk us to the... Where? Where is it at? I forget. It's I in thought... the library. The library. Yeah. It's like a little lounge area. Yeah. Sit, sit down and pour us both, both coffee. I know you've also been having a rough time with everything that's been going on and reflecting and contemplating on everything I also have. I thought it would be good for us both to just talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. So. My parents used to tell me their adventures as if they were bedtime stories. Mm. Living it is not quite a bedtime story. Life never truly is a bedtime story, I would say. No, that's that's very true. Anecdotes, stories, all things we should learn from, but I don't know that they truly encapsulate or encapsulate the uh, feeling that being out there really was. I am prepared to die. But in the moment, watching everyone around me get killed or be hurt, it uh, did something. Yeah. Very hard. But And you saw the girl die. How are you recovering from that? I've, I've been working with Dr. Grimm. Okay. It's been a... I have needed extra time. I find a good cup of coffee and a nice conversation can help. Mm-hmm. Sip my coffee. 
Yeah, uh, so, over this this day, it's like midday, um, you just talk about, you both talk about how you felt about the situation, you both hear each sides of the, sides of how each other felt, um, and it really helps well, ease both of your minds that someone also feels exactly how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you both come out of the conversation better, like you feel you're like almost 100% on it, like as if everything's going to be okay, even when it seems like it's not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You awesome. both gain All that. Right. That was very, very good. I like that. So, in mechanic-wise, that will help them. Uh, so, yeah, we regain twice the normal amount of willpower during a transition or recovery. Mm-hmm. So, a transition period, again, is like a car ride. Yeah. When we're not no, doing when anything. When we're not doing anything. Yeah. So we, we gain more. Um, yeah. Which is really good for me because it's what I use for the arts. So I wanted to make sure that I had a lot of it. And my willpower is so low because my personality <laughs> is very low. <laughs> so I needed all the help I could get. After about five days of all this, you guys are kind of seeing all each other at the same time for the first time um you guys are having like a nice little having lunch together down um in the uh, hq like uh, one of these round tables at the south side um and you ordered a a nice chicago style pizza knife deep knife dish deep dish boy Pizza. Do I have pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I pizza so great. I, if I remember correctly, I know Mavis. Get a pizza. <laughs> as, are you all? Is all three of you from Chicago? I know. I think Frank is from the area for sure. Yes. Yeah. All he's, he's lived here except for um, when he was away at college studying to become a yeah father. Yeah, Michael. If you and your uh, you did you yeah. live with your family here too? Yeah. Um. Did you live in a certain was part? Like a, was in Chicago itself, or well, was it in like it was a, like on the edge of it. It was like in the okay. burbs. Because there's the a couple yeah, different cities know. around it. Like Justice is a little village in that's right outside Chicago. Yeah, that bleeds into Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we didn't live in Chicago, but just like just okay, one little of it. okay. Yeah, I've Perfect. technically lived all over the place, but I studied in Chicago, University so, of Chicago. Yeah. I think you've been in Chicago for the most yeah most time. Because I think my parents had settled there for like ten years. Yeah, they had they had a night a high house in injustice. Yeah. Um Which like I it's like home. it's like um I think it's like at the far edge of justice, closer to Chicago. Yeah. Um, but it's I mean, you're all used to the commute anyway everywhere, so it doesn't doesn't it's not weird. Uh but yeah, so uh, you're all sitting there and you hear the familiar uh clack of a cane. Um, and you look up and you see Richard uh walking towards you. So I, I don't know if I described this correctly last time when he was walking, um, but it's not that he's limping. It's that one of his legs doesn't bend. Mm-hmm. Um, he like has to pick it up. It's like, it's with straight. His thigh. He doesn't, well, yeah, with his thigh, but instead of like, but his, you've never seen him really bend his leg. Like his knee? Yeah. Um, but is his hip fine or is it just? I mean, you, nothing you can tell really. But. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, and he walks up to you and kind of sits down at the other side of the table. Uh, how y'all? How's everyone doing? Did uh, we have a nice little little break? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, well rested. Like you're pitching and not catching. The Deadpool quote. <laughs> Did you have a question? Yours? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask because mm-hmm. um, I know we we messed this up. Also, mm-hmm. everyone, we did not use any of our takeaways no. during the last any of the sessions. Austin. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, we we didn't do that. Um, and I was gonna ask, we're we supposed to get a new one from finishing a case. Um. So. Yeah. I mean, do we have to get a new one? Should we? It says we should after after finishing a case, you get a takeaway. So I wasn't sure. You what will. We it's do. so. Um. Because it can be like a bunch of different stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm. you have three slots to start off with. Two of them are filled, and then you can buy more buy slots. More. That was uh one of the other categories with your de- your de- development points for your characters. Okay. Not the getting the takeaways, but getting a slot. But you already you all have an empty slot, so I didn't even bring it up. But yeah, um, we can do that right now. If you all want you could you're welcome to add a personal or an arcane takeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, relative to the case, um, like arcane takeaway. I was just I was bringing that up because I'm gonna do mm-hmm. an arcane takeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, because I that was the, during the last case was the first time I had ever used the sphere of protection. Perfect. As an actual thing, so. Sure. Uh, what, so what is that going to be? What's it going to? So the arcane takeaway. Um, what it does is it like if I use it during mm-hmm. a case, it lets me activate one of the disciplines. Like I can just activate it yeah. instead of spending or turning a light token dark. Yeah. Or I can also gain insight into something. So like a sixth sense, if you will. It ha- yeah, but so like you have to have for each of the takeaways, you have to have like a an event placed to it, and it, it has to be specifically. So like, um, you can't just be like, oh, I want to use an arcane takeaway. You have to have the reason it has to relate to your history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. That's why. Yeah. I have the arcane one. So. Like and Michael, you could if you wanted like a personal one, for mm-hmm. example, it, it would be like, uh, since you're really good with manipulating stuff, um. You can just write, uh, like, something dealing with, like, because you created weapons. Right, right. So is it in here? Like, it's right, yeah, it's right this. Okay. So you can, like, have gained, like, some confidence in your... In my ability, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just wanted to bring that up because we definitely messed ourselves up not using the takeaways. <laughs> the takeaways. It just, just would have made things yeah. easier. Yes, it would have made things much easier. <laughs> and there's a base one, too, you guys have. It's the library. You could have got help on your research roles. Um, so That's okay. We know now for next time. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of takeaway I should take. Uh, it could be dealing with... So you, it could be a personal takeaway goal from where you... Because you don't... to seduce a vampire <laughs> with a 10-person... That could help your awkwardness, though. Well, that, no, well I was thinking more like of like how you saw that guy get killed yeah you could put like witnessed gruesome murder uh-huh. um and ba- basically what that the personal takeaways it was it equals to a, a, a token flip yeah but without flipping a token that would help with any trauma checks yes yeah it just depends on what they are so because like the arcane one like can activate the art but, like the personal takeaway you can't activate Right. And I don't have any art, so there's no point in trying to take it. Yeah, the only thing you can use your arcane takeaway for is your sense in the unknown. Mm -hmm. Which I believe it just makes you automatically succeed on it. You just... I don't know. 
It just says you can mark the light box when I can take away activated discipline, including sensing the unknown. Just take away the first scans before I try to save. My short phrase that helps summarize that experience rather than trying to focus on something good or bad. What is interesting? Yeah, doesn't really say. Yes. Sorry. See, the the only downside is I can also use those against you. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. um, which lets the uh, CM activate the discipline, like the evil evil way for evil characters, which is wonderful for us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So. Okay. And you can only activate this once per case, right? Correct. Each one once per case. Yeah, you can do each one of them once. So. Unless they've already been checked. So, like, we could do it, or or Nort could do it. Basically. Yep. Do you have one? Michael, you don't have to add one if you don't want to. Oh, then no, I probably won't then. You can I'll save it. Yeah, I'll save it for right now. Yeah. Perfect. Um... Sorry. He leaned back. He leans back in his chair a little bit. And he looks like he's massaging his leg. So, did you guys learn anything new from what your experience? And uh, you guys all kind of talked to him what you've done, and um, it was good. Uh, as you've heard, the uh, team of cursed uh, team of cursed passion. They also uh, uh, completed their case. Um, it was also dealing with a vampire. Um, there was a Catholic vampire. I believe, there, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so feel free if you guys want to discuss your findings. Um, but they were successful as well. Uh, so I'm both teams were successful. I'm very proud of all of you guys for giving the effort. Um, and I wanted to come to you three specifically to kind of talk about um, helping with the repairs of the base. Uh, there's a lot of things that are broken, uh, need fixed. There's even secrets of this place we're not even sure of because no one's been here since uh, 1980. And that's when we moved to the new base. Um, uh, so uh, there's a lot of secrets that have been lost within the, the walls of this place and he gestures to the the med lab and he goes as you can see our medical facility is in ruins we can we can barely even open the door without rubble falling out uh, so we're gonna i would like for all of us to take this time and help fix up the base uh the other team is down for it they don't really care what you upgrade they they seem not they, they don't even not even worried about it they're just they just want to be of assistance the only thing is maxine asks to not be with mavis I have no idea what you two have going on, but... Yeah, well... <coughs> I didn't do anything. I haven't said anything. That's what she said, too. <laughs> nice. Hey, I, there's, I, like I said before, there's no fighting on the floor. You have to take it to the sparring arena, so I don't want to deal with any of that. Um, I'm no longer chief, so I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. You'll be uh, dealing with Charles if you're dealing with that stuff. So, anyway, 
uh, he has like a manila folder and he lays on the table. And uh, as you guys kind of spread it out and look at all the papers, there's quite a few things you could do uh, to the base. You could, um, the library is uh, completely disorganized. Last time it took you 45 minutes to find a book on vampires. Mm. Um, there, There's no rhyme or reason to them. They're not organized properly. They are. Uh, they're not even following. I think they're par they're partially followed doing des Dewey Decimal System, but they're from um, like some of the labels are ruined, so they just kind of guessed. Uh, some of the books were here when they got here, and they weren't labeled for some reason. Um, the computers are all outdated except a few. Uh, the storage room is completely uh, completely a mess, and uh, the bunk room and showers in desperate need of of just being completely redone. Uh, and then he gestures to the middle of the uh, base, and he says, I know you've all noticed the indent on the floor. Well, that used to be from my research of the building where the kitchen area used to be. There used to be stoves and ventilation systems and fridges there. I don't know why it's not there anymore. I wonder if they took it to our old base, the new base, when they left. Uh, but I don't know why they wouldn't have taken anything else. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of those upgrades. Um, and there's also many repairs that can be done. Of course, the med bay is the biggest project we have for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The conference room itself, there is a pillar that has broken down and has fallen in the middle of the floor, so it makes meetings pretty cramped because a, a section of the room can't be used. Uh, there used to also be a loudspeaker system that would help us in, do announcements and fix, like, if there was an attack, people would know right away. Uh, and it would also connect to the top of, to the church, where the the father could relay information to us without oh, coming down here himself. Um, and you saw... Frank, the armory room, mm -hmm. uh, that actually, it flips down to show have more storage, and presumably there might be things that are lost behind that, because it hasn't been, it's unoperational. Right. So, and then, like I said, the secrets of the base, there is, from my findings, there is multiple secret doorways that lead to different sections of the base that hasn't even been opened yet. Um, so there's plenty of things we could do here. Um, mm. and then of course the classic, we can establish contacts with different areas of businesses, police is medical, anything you can think of, we can get a contact in the set thing. Um, we could also use that same thing for recruiting. Um, like for example, if you wanted to take the time to recruit that, that, uh, Roman fella, mm. you could, um, and then. There's these which I am a little more hesitant on to do, which is the scouting of different areas because we have reports of other panic rooms, other sightings of old missing members that had that have turned up that we we thought were dead. Um, the old HQ itself, we haven't been back there in four years, so we have no idea what's happening to it or what we. I don't even remember what we left because I was unconscious for most of it. Um, and then there's also other safe HQs like this one in the area that have either collapsed over the years are also lost. Like there could be another sect of save in Chicago working that we don't even know about. 
Now we know that save as a whole is still going, but I and a few other members are thoroughly against connecting to them yet. So, whatever you guys would want to do, I will. The, all everyone in this, every member of the staff is willing to help. So Richard goes. So Frank, was there something that you wanted to work on? Hmm. The library was was very useful, and I think that. Uh... Updating, updating that would would be helpful. Will give me some time to organize some of the uh, disorganization that's been going on here. Perhaps by case instead of just random dates. Uh, that's nice there. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Um, I know Drac, uh, Dax has been requesting to do this for so long, but I, he's he's has so much on his plate. Uh, the past the past few years before you guys showed up, so I'm sure he would love to help you with that. Mm. Um, and then you, uh, so, yeah, I will give you whatever you need to do that. Um, and then after that, maybe we could work on uh, putting, digitizing that to help us find it even faster. It's a wonderful idea. But okay. that'll be for, that'll be step two. The step one is just figuring what the hell we have. That's, that's good. Because... I'm not even sure what, what I'm kind of I have an idea of what we brought but I know we left stuff and I'm not sure what was here when we got here so hmm. um, great we'll, we'll let you off and do that Pykel was there something that you wanted to uh, deal with yeah I'll do the armory I'm part of it okay um, I'm, working. I'm sure Grim would love to assist you with that yeah. uh, and then you could take Sydney because she's pretty good with fixing things as well so um Awesome, wonderful. Uh, Mavis, what was there something that you wanted to work on while we while, during the next few days? Because uh, we're still compiling the next cases for you guys, so. Uh, I can work on the computers. You want to deal with the computers? Yeah. Lovely. Um, I know Dean has been struggling just to use any of the... He's, is complaining that Vista is not the same as 10 and that we should all just be using Linux. Linux, Linux but yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea what he's speaking. Maybe you could help him with that. Um, perfect. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted the extra people to work on? Is there any big projects? Uh, I was personally thinking maybe we should get the med bay going. Uh, because the tasks you picked, you don't need too many of the hands. So um, maybe I'll head, and I'll take a few of the strong guys, strong guys and girls, and we will fix up that med bay, and then we can uh, have a proper place to fix people up. We don't have to throw you on a science table like we've been doing. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, cool. And then there's a sweet montage of you guys all Damn. doing it. Talking about Montage. Talking about a Montage. Montage. It's me typing on Perfect. the computer. Uh, so yeah, uh, Frank, you and Dak, you and Dax. Yeah, that's his name. Why, why, why? I, I fucking made him up. Why I know, I was like, they're the guy that I made up. Father, we have a lot of work to do. And he is in like, this like, he doesn't have his science. His, his, uh, sci his science shirt, that's what I was going to say. His lab coat. His lab coat, his lab coat's yeah. not on. He just has, like, some, like, jean shorts. Mm. Um, his hair is kind of, like, it's usually down. It's tied up. 
in like this gross man bun Ooh. and his uh Ooh. his glasses his thick glasses are still on um but he has gloves on and his shirt uh it's just the the old jurassic park uh logo from like the original movie in the 90s nice and uh he just has books in his hands and he's like Father, we have a lot to do. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, well. Hmm. Did you know we have a book all about monsters? I think there's more than one of those in here. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of waddles. Uh, and you work with him for the next few days. And yeah, you guys get it. Did you say you wanted to organize it by... I'm thinking by like um, there's type. Yeah, there's monster, there's like case journals. Yeah. Um, and then there's also just like books. So yeah, like as close to like my type as possible. So like if there is anything on like, so like we looked up information on the previous vampires. Mm -hmm. I'd like to group just all of the vampire cases together. Sure. Uh, Dax suggests using the Garrett system. Okay. Um, and I ask him what that is because I do not know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say I don't either. And you sounded like you do. <laughs> I do know. So the system in the book, like, in the world that they've, mm -hmm. uh, they don't all use it, because there's some rogue sects that just kind of do what they want. Um, so the Garrett system was created by this woman, her name was Dr. Ruby Garrett. Mm. Uh, she was a part of Saved in, around the, like, uh, 1970s to, like, at, at, towards that, um, she realized that all of our systems of bookkeeping were a disaster. Mm. Everyone was different. Um, there, some people were calling vampires. They weren't calling them vampires, and they were calling ghosts not ghosts. So she created specific categories for everything. Um, so we, of course, we have simple ghosts, and then they, they everything that falls under a ghost falls into that, and then. There is lycanthropes, mm. like werewolves. There's different versions of werewolves, um, and they all do different terrible things. And then there's just basic monsters um, that can't don't really fall into any category because they're so different. Mm -hmm. But just to, for convenience, they sh she would shove them all into this. Um, and that's actually where uh, that thing that attacked Pykele mm -hmm. falls. It is technically just a monster. We have there's no technically anything what we know that is and they don't know if it's a ghost or if it is what it is but they just threw it in there because it's so confusing um hags have you ever you know like the the classic hag like she cooks the children in the stove you mean hansel and gretel yes mm. that would be a hag mm. she uses art to manipulate things of course. i guess it wouldn't be called it would be called the evil way i have a hard time separating them it's okay it's all very confusing me and Let's use this system. I think it's a good idea. Why was it already put in this way? <laughs> because this... Oh, they wouldn't let me, they said. They were like... Dax, we have more important things to do. Yes, Dax, just be working on your your own things. Go to the lab. And I was just like, come on, guys, we gotta get the books in order. All right, well, let's begin that. Is Dax, like, super good at impressions? Yes. Like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he is, actually. That's awesome. Clearly, he practiced this. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very uh, lonely child. Just kind of picture with little fingers. 
You would know on his desk he does have figurines. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, like, practices. Sure, cool. So what that does, uh, Derek's, um, what that helps you out, guys, is it cuts down um, your finding the book time. So instead of 45 minutes, it would only take you, like, 20, 25 minutes cool. just to kind of figure out what you need, get everything you need. Mm. So, like, because you're going to need little bits of everything. Yeah. Um, perfect. Oh, the library has two tiers to do. Same with the computer. Mm -hmm. So, Michael, uh, so, um, you go off to the armory with, uh, Sydney. Uh, do you say anything to Sydney on the walk there? She doesn't really talk around you. She doesn't really know how to talk to you. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you remember what she looks like. She's, like, this really short, like, she's, like, 4'8". Okay. Um, she, this horse, she has, like, just, it's a blonde hair. It's kind of cut short mm -hmm. for the for being used in the lab. She just does hates to deal with it. Um, she has, like, these little tiny glasses that she wears. Um, and she's, I wouldn't say she is, um, super skinny she's just mm -hmm. kind of the most average person you've seen in a long time okay and, but she's really small just, just and really small. from you know that she's very intelligent and very mm -hmm. good with fixing things because she's an electrical engineer so okay uh not um like more of like you know how like you go to school and become an engineer not like what am i thinking of like what my, what is dakota like a trade is a trade like a skill yeah not a trade skill it is like she went to school and became she, an engineer. She went to she, but she's college, always so. just been good at fixing things in general. Okay. Um, so she takes you there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Grim kind of shows you the mechanism, how, like, it, he flips a switch, and you just hear, like, a, a grinding noise, and then it stops, and then you see, like, a little bit of smoke come out, and then it doesn't move. So, oh, is it, like, a door or something? It's, like, on the open? wall, and, like, from what Grim has theorized is that it kind of falls back goes down and it must circle inside because another panel should pop up where it where it's at and there's two of them okay so okay yeah. um so, so it's just like a mechanism isn't working to get into it yes gotcha um so all three of you kind of take everything off the sh all the weapons off the rack mm -hmm. um and then you begin work on pulling the panel off so you can get behind it. Right, because I need to work on the mechanisms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it takes about a day just to get it off without breaking it. Right. All three of you put together. Um, Grim's not much help with the fixing part. Mm -hmm. He's more of just... He, he, he has the good eyes. Solver. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you get the, the panel off and you're kind of digging around in it. And you notice that there's like these gears that must like uh, wind everything up. And there is, like, something jammed in it. Okay. Then, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah so you pry it up. Um, and white, once you grab it, it's, mm -hmm. like... Because there's, there's, like, some smoke coming off the gears where they were grinding up against it. Right. And you're, you're wearing gloves. And you grab it. And it begins to glow. And it touches your hand. And then it stops glowing. Um, and it is, like... It's this old... It's like the, you grabbed the this metal piece, and you pull it up, and it is a handgun. Just a handgun? Yeah, and it kind of glows as you pick it up, but then it doesn't. It stops right. glowing. Okay, so it's just like a brief like, flash mm -hmm. type Like a millisecond. Like you're the only one who even saw it. I'm the only one that saw it, okay. And it, you look at it, you put it in the light, and there's no scratches on it. Anywhere. 
Okay. Even though it was in the gears. In the gears and like being jammed and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And Sydney flips the switch once you're out, mm-hmm. and it, the panels do move. And on one of the panels is empty completely, and another one comes down, and it is there's just full of like old 1970s like pistols, and there's like an old shotgun. Nice. Um, yeah, get a nice. And some of them are like they look like and they're. In, they just been sitting without care. Yeah. So rusted. Yeah, like not like bad, stuff. but like, like they're fixable. They need to it's be. It's gonna fixed. take some time. Yeah. But Grim, uh, kind of like once he sees that, gets a little giddy. Mm-hmm. You can't tell like from his face, but he kind of like starts moving his fingers on his hands, and he's like, "Oh yes, oh," and he runs to the weapons and like just like, oh. just, like skips down. The this is a model. Like, <laughs> blah 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 from 1972. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and then he, as he walks by with the shotgun, he looks in your hands. What? What is that? Where'd you get that? It was jammed in the gears when I pulled it out. So I hand it to him. I believe you have found your first artifact. He hands it back to you. Do you know more about it? Like what it does? Oh. No, I've never seen an artifact. Not many years. Score. I I had a few in, we had a few in the last phase. I was in charge of keeping them safe. Um, but I left to go save a few people, and when I came back, they were gone. The monsters ran off with them. Because they are powered by the, the, the art and the evil way. Depending on the person is where the power comes from. It, there's theories that said that it is someone, some someone who had great deals of art in them, died, and all of it went into a single instrument. Yeah, it's really cool. Is it like? Is it like? Is it like? I don't know. I'm like Scalloper. I'm so mad because I knew he was going to have an artifact in the armory. I would have put it in there. And as soon as you were like, I'll do the armory, I was like, shit. I was like, I guess I'll do the computers. Yeah. Um, nice. And he gestures to like a, he has like a, a little target. Please fire. I just like point and shoot at it. You just keep shooting? I just shoot once. Oh. It's just like a normal, it just shoots? Nothing happens. Oh, can you give me a... Oh, so it's just a it's just a gun. It's just a, a gun that can't weapons. break. Just a... It's unscratchable. Yeah, give me a range weapons. But you might be decent in. Uh no. 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 I'm a twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sixty-four, so I failed. Guess okay. who would have passed that? Me. <laughs> so you shoot it. You hit the target still. Oh, okay. It's just like on the far edge. Mm-hmm. Um, so like as you're looking, you know how to hold a weapon from the yeah, enemy. right. And you look down the sights, and it almost like you see everything a little clear as you shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you thought you were going to miss completely, but you hit the target. Pinker bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, hmm, there's usually a little bit more to it. Let me see. He takes it from you. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps... He shoots. And it just doesn't stop. 
Like you just, yeah. it's, it keeps, it doesn't all reload. He's like, oh. Well, magnificent weapon. And he hands it back to you. So, when you're wielding this specific weapon, mechanic-wise, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to reload it, and you are trained in the ranged weapon skill when you wield this specific weapon. Oh. Shit. <laughs> so, if you just want to... Um, so, don't worry, I... Uh... Would that be an edge? Like, because it's not an edge, but, uh... He would just... You can... He goes... Do you have a name for it? Hmm. They always kind of let me name them. I've been pretty good at it. Yes, name it. Steel Bane. Steel... Steel Bane? Yeah, Steel Bane. Okay. So you can just write that, and then just put... Whatever your range weapon skill would be trained. Which I believe is just your reflex. 48. Yeah. Oh, so it'd be a 48 now? Mm-hmm. Wheel it? Okay. Well, it doesn't change your skill, it just changes the, when you're using that weapon. I'm treating it like a specialization. Okay. But it's whenever you're... It, like, so, like, if you gave it to Mavis... Which I actually am planning on doing. But anyways... Yeah. <laughs> well, you can if you want. You could, but honestly, though, you're... She has a... Mechanical-wise, you're going to get a bigger benefit than she is. Because she's already trained in it. But, but you don't know. You don't know if it it, it helps yeah, help people. Do other stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess it would be better beneficial to have two people who can shoot than just one. Yeah, I mean, you could do whatever you want with it. It's literally yeah. that was the reward for fixing the armory. Nice. Yeah. You could always toss it to me in battle too if you wanted. Right. If you really needed to. That did work really that good would, last time. Yeah, it did. <laughs> that would put it at a uh, one forty. Nuts! That's so crazy. <laughs> I would probably have something a little different when you did it. Oh yeah, probably. Honestly, I have. A, I was depending on the person Flames. who grabbed it. I was gonna. I was gonna have something different. You should give her like a, a sweet. Bow. And it it like is a, like a sweet bow. Here, let me get a picture. I had a picture already for the the weapon. Like one you would need arrows or something. That'd be mm-hmm. sick. That'd be so cool. Life essence. It just yeah. It just shoots like the velocity of air that shoots. <laughs> just penetrates. I just said it was steel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was either gonna do that or blue steel from Zoolander. Uh, it looks it looks like this. It's oh, nice. it looks like it's from the 30s. Yeah, it's like the 1911 yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Yeah, cool. I don't know if it's steel, but steel sounds sweet, so that's why. So. It can be steel. It can mm-hmm. be special. It's a special. I don't gun. know what guns are made of, so. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do the simple Google search. Yeah, it is a magic gun. It can be made out of whatever. Right. So like, I want I want to bring artifacts into the game, right? Because they they're very helpful. Yeah. But like, the book has nothing on them. It just says that you can have artifacts. So you basically (laughs) just giving your creativity over. I get. I I guess. Um, (coughs) Watch Supernatural. (coughs) (laughs) I still. My brother keeps trying to get me into it. Like, I just, like, I got through, like, a few episodes. Like, I saw, um, what was it? It was at the very beginning. It was, like, a... Baseball artifact. What's that? A-R-T-I-F-A-C-T. It was, like, some monster in Art- the forest. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I tried to explain. specifically. But, anyways, I've, I've seen, like, two or three episodes, and they just kind of seem the same. 
At the beginning, pretty much. Yeah, it's like, I, oh, there's a I tried to explain chill to a friend, and I said criminal minds, but with monsters. And she said, oh, you mean supernatural? And I was yeah. like, I've never seen it. Yeah. You mean supernatural. It pretty much is, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a it's supposed to. It's like, supposed to give you the feel okay. of a crime drama, and a horror show in one. Yeah. It's like it's supposed to be kind of campy. That's why, like, sometimes it's like, like there's a fucking wall that just moves weapons. Like, I don't even know if that. That's not even technically practical. I mean, you could make but it like, practical, I'm sure. But like, why would someone design this super complex thing yeah. when you could just have a gun rack? Like... Um, or like, how you're talking to a man in a plague doctor suit. Like, it's just, like, these extravagant, extravagant characters that are supposed to make it feel like you're a part of a TV show. Mm-hmm. And then all of you are very, kind of, you have different aspects of your personality that are weird. And, like... People you would never see together, but for some reason we're friends? Right. Exactly. They're just a bunch of, like, kind of outcasts, honestly. That we are just all in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, literally, there's just mentions of artifacts. It doesn't, there's no, like, section of, like, already made artifacts... Yeah. Isn't that weird for a, a game that has magic items to not give me magic items? I can, I can, I can make as many as you want, baby. You just, if you want to give, make me some magic you items, just, you could do that. You just tell me what I can't do. Set that. Let's set that limit now. Yeah. How about you come up with five, and I'll, I'll tell you what you can do. Okay, done. At any point from history, you can enchant things. Sure. Actually, that, if it's from history, that's even better. Done. But think some of the things from history could have already been yeah or something because like there's look there's save headquarters that's all they do yeah I will I will make a list tonight and have it for you okay okay I also need you to do your backstory eventually too I, I want a helmet and I want to find it a helmet why do you want a helmet because I want a helmet Done. okay <laughs> it could be a ski mask that's like a modern day yeah they can be modern day items helmet. No, it'd be kind of cool, though, if it's, like, a ski mask, but when you put it on, it, like, becomes, like, hardened and stuff. So you can take less damage. It's kind of cool. That's a thought. Cool. Um, I'm going to make cursed ones, too. Sorry, guys. Cursed ones. Nice. Because if both things activate it, yeah. Cool. Of course there's negatives with this gun. Are you kidding me? Uh, like, <laughs> of course, it just like is. takes part of your blood <laughs> every time you shoot it. Uh, it actually takes part of your soul. Yeah, it takes a minute off your life oh, every time God, you shoot, shoot it. it for yeah. every bullet. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> You're just like <laughs> just feel my life force draining. <laughs> because I have more plans for these artifacts. So let's just say if you're just shooting it, it's mm-hmm. just one. Just it one? takes one per bullet. Because I hadn't really got the exact details. I mean, we can find. We can. Because I have such low willpower, but high. Well, I did that because I'm trying to. I was trying to think of like. Because I was hoping they'd have like I don't know like a few that they just made for so you could base off an idea of what artifacts could do. Well, yeah. But I mean, I guess there is literally some monsters. There's this thing called torture. (laughs) This evil discipline, that for like each second they're using it on you. They inflict physical torture on you without touching you. Oh, that's nice. So, like, if it's an if it's like an entire like I think if it's like two minutes, mm. um, it basically basically turn your mind to putty from all the torture they do to you. Nice. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I guess it's fair. <laughs> yeah, and like we can kind of fine tune it as we go. Like, okay, I have, we kind of do need to. And as you're holding it, you kind of get the sense of like, and each time it passed hands, it kind of lit up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all, everyone else notices in the room once you do that. Grim explains some more to artifacts, about yeah. artifacts to you. Um, and he says there's, it always costs something to use them, mm-hmm. like, to your mind or soul, mind or soul or body. 
Um, and then there's always hidden abilities with these artifacts. Okay. So, uh, any... So, there's always a cost with these artifacts. Um, they either affect your mind, soul, or body. Uh, this one, any kind of yawns a little bit, seems to be affecting the mind. Uh, I feel a little more tired after shooting it 15 times. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. And he sits, he sits down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they always have more abilities. Usually. I had this book. This little black notebook. Um, that had an infinite amount of pages. But if I wrote someone's name in it, they would have to do what I said. Okay. Is this Death Note? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Death Note, yeah. They just die if you write it in there. Yeah, oh, but dies. you can command them up to like 48 yeah, hours before so they're dead. <laughs> it's kind of like the that book, except it's, as he describes it, that it can do more things. Yeah. He's like... So, also, like, okay. Is this like normal bullets? Or are we talking like kind of like specialized? Bullets? They were normal bullets, but you didn't... Do you keep shooting it? Well, no. Okay. I mean, obviously, I it's going to take experimentation if you want to see what it can do. Right, right. It's just normal bullets when you guys are shooting it. Okay, as far as we can tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just normal. Okay. So, yeah, we'll have to, I guess, me and Eric can probably cool. work on it, maybe, mm -hmm. see what we can figure out. Yeah, because uh -huh. you're good at making them, I'm just good at shooting them. Yeah, exactly. So, we can kind of create different targets and stuff to see what it can and can't go through. And... Cool. And uh, as you guys are putting things back away and it's everything's fixed, um, on Grimm's desk, mm -hmm. uh, the last thing he puts up is the stake gun that you created. He goes, okay. Dax uh, made a new one. Nice. He added it to the database. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, cool. You guys all come. Oh, we got to do Mavis now. Well, Mavis is our thing after computers, Mavis. Yay. Okay, so um, you sit down at one of the computers and you're kind of looking at it. So from what you can tell, uh, the things that you can work on in the time you have, um, with Dean, Dean comes up to you. He's like, hey, Mavis, hey, hey. And he pulls up a seat next to you. Uh, uh, Mavis, can I help computers, please? Yeah, sure. I, I, you probably be better at it. He than gets I will. real. He's really close to you. Like, like he doesn't know personal space. Mm. Um, not like he's being like creepy. Like, I'm being a creepy dude. He's like, just I'm just creepy because I'm bad at being a person. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, okay, and he starts typing away. Um, so what he tells that needs to be done. Uh, that all the computers need to be updated to the modern system for each what person wants, whether that's iOS, Linux, or just Windows. Mm -hmm. um, and then we need to fix the other office equipment that is broken down, like the printers, the faxes, whatever. Um, all the computer screens need to be refixed because they're all, some of them are still like tube screens. Huh? Um, so basically what this does is it'll, it allows you to actually search the hard drives that they brought with. Oh, okay. Some of the a good chunk of the hard drives are still encrypted because mm -hmm. the people who encrypted them died. So like, they haven't had time to fix them. That is the second tier. Um, and then so a lot of the files that you guys have plugged in are are corrupted by either fail safe safes that were put in place when the base was attacked. Um, data needs to be scrubbed and cleaned. Um, 
but yeah, you have a basic working system that connects uh, to the last known connection of save, like as a whole, which was pre, I think it was 20, it was like 2014, I believe, was the last time they connected. Uh-huh. So that's all the data you have. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it is some extra information. You obviously have more library information, but there there could still be, because the files from like uh, 2008 to 2014 mm-hmm. were all digitized. Right. Um, actually, even before then, were were all written or had a computer written involved until until 2008 when Grimm joined, because okay. Grimm did computer and physical. Because he thought that we needed two places for it to be, just in case nothing happened. So, yeah. So the, what that does mechanically is it uh, basically unlocks all that stuff. And since you made it, it helps you find things faster. Okay. So. Amazing. Crazy. Uh, you are just finishing up things and you all kind of come together. And you notice, like... um. Maxine comes running up to you guys, and she's all covered in, like, dust and stuff. Um, you guys are going to want to see this. And she, like, starts running back, and then someone went and got Richard and a couple other people. And you come into the med bay, and all, it looks like most of the rubble, rubble has been cleaned up. Uh, and, like, this is, <clears throat> and moved out. Um, a lot of the equipment's still destroyed. A lot of the safety hazards that were broken were removed. Uh, there's basic cots and a medical table set up with some just like basic supplies that they had on hand. And as the last corner of the room was being recovered, um, there is, it looks, they just kind of broke into it and it looked like it was a wall. Um, and there is a bed, a rice cooker, a small like plug-in that helps it plug in, um, some books, some notes, and like a pair of shoes, and just sitting in there, and they kind of show you all. So somebody's been living there. Looks like someone's been living in this corner. I don't know how they would get in and out of this corner. And if you go feel like um, the bedroll is like kind of warm, and the rice cooker is still a little hot. Like, not like, it's just, like, faintly hot. Mm-hmm. And there's food inside it. And it's, like, not spoiled. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We have bunks, people. None of us have been living in here. That like, We couldn't even get in here. Uh-uh. What to do, what to do. Well, I suppose the thing to do is offer them some tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go and I get tea, and I come back and I just, I just, I just wait. For how long do you wait? Because everyone else leaves. They're like, I just wait. Uh, <laughs> Richard's like, I'm just gonna have to keep an eye on this, I guess. Obviously, they weren't. They were friendly. They weren't. Right. They would have already killed us if it was evil. So. Yeah. Can I look through like the, like the notes? Sure. Too while I'm waiting. Is there, like, it, a door or anything, or is it just literally just a room? Like, there was no... It well, looks like the rubber... Rubber. The rubber. The rubble. The rubble collapsed. Yeah. And it looks like they move, somehow moved the rubble out of this little corner. So, so that's the only way through, would be through the rubble. Yeah. 
Okay. How long do you just wait there? Yeah. I'll I mean, hours this. pass and nothing happens. It's like 6 p.m. now. Uh, I still, I probably fall asleep in the chair. Okay. Okay, but you're looking through like the. Yeah, I look through the notes. So it's just at like there's like stacks that. of files. It looks like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. They those. appear to be from this from a man named Dr. Steven Rosenberg. Um, and they're just like his experiments he did mm-hmm. over like the years, like going back to like when this base was operational, like in the, the like the mid to late seventies. Okay. Um, over once in a while there'll be mentions of uh, like he was a young man when he was here, because uh-huh. he's 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 because you were born in seventy four, you said. You were 655. Yeah, so he is a little older than Pykel. Okay. Um, he was here when he was like 20-ish, mm-hmm. um, from what you can glean from the information, because mm-hmm. uh, he dated all of them, every entry. And yeah, uh, they're just his experiments and what he did with keys. It looks like he was really into experimenting on creatures to figure out how they work. Oh. And like, okay. he was a practitioner of the art, as mm-hmm. you, if you can see. Um, and there's a mention of... Towards the later files, like where where do you go? Do you go late, mid, and beginning? Like, you have a lot. There's a long time here, so. Uh, we'll go. I'll start with like the most recent. The most recent was of last week. Okay. Um, and sure. he is just commenting on how the, the the base has gotten louder, and he knows that they're back here, but he doesn't know who to trust. Mm. So he's afraid to come out. Um, he misses his friends. Like, seems like he's talking to himself. Like a lot yeah. of them are just like. Just journals, basically. Yeah. Uh, he's like. I, he gets he's, he's like I get around the base the secret passages and I just miss I see my friends sometimes through the the look holes and I I just don't know which one I can trust the only thing I know is it wasn't me and it wasn't the Osterlings that is the only things I know I hope it wasn't Charles it couldn't have been Dras he hated them so much I just want And uh, there's like a there's a bunch of scribbles like yeah he looks like and there's like some tear stains. We just want the arcane oracles back together. I have no idea. And then he is. he like it looks like some of the pages tear off on the bottom. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it says, wait, what's that noise? And then you fall asleep. I imagine I would have fallen asleep yeah. probably. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. No one, I mean, once in a while people come check on you before you fall asleep, but it's like 9 p.m. Mm. as you're sleeping. Uh, can you roll me, let, let me, let me roll and see how quiet this person is first. Um, alright, now roll me, just give me a nice little, uh, what's your basic, basic perception here? Uh, 60. 60? Is that 60? Yeah, 60. Okay, give me a 30. So that's going to be when okay, when we're sleeping. Give me like a 30. Like yeah. 11. That is a colossal success. Okay, so you can be awake and you can choose exactly how you wake up and how you proceed. Okay. But you, you're awake to some rustling. Okay. So I just like kind of like crack an eye. And just like... Okay. It's really dark. Okay. Um, but you see like a figure and it looks like they're like picking up papers and putting them in a bag. Okay. And, um... I like I like open both eyes and just say, Doctor Rosen. Rosenberg. 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 I'm Father Frank Flanagan. <gasps> Don't be alarmed. And he kind of just turns to you. He's just standing there. 
I've read your notes. I understand that you don't want to trust. I can't. I can't trust anyone. No one can be trusted. We must place our trust in people, Doctor. It's of vital importance. For without trust, we are no better than base animals. Humanity itself is built on trust. So, when I say that you can trust me, know that I mean that from the deepest sincerity that I can muster. I'm just newly arrived to save. I don't know anything about it other than what I have experienced so far. I do know that the Austerlings had died, and their daughter is here with us. Would you like to see her? The Austerlings are not dead. I have seen them with my own eyes. Well, that will come as wonderful news. Can, oh, yeah. Roll me um, a communication. communication. Or whatever, Just communication. Whatever, whatever the communication you want. Whatever okay. skill you. I'm thinking like, because I'm trying to like understand. Good so. Okay. Yeah, like empathy is what. Perfect. I'm Just a base so. because you have. Yeah. Roll that for me. Uh, pass. Okay. Is it a low success? Just yeah, just a low success. So continue. I don't know what you're. Oh. Uh, she'll be very happy to hear that, if that's true. He kind of places his bag down and crouches like he takes one knee in front of you to get closer. Mm. And you get a kind of good look at him. He has um, some glass, uh, black glasses on, just like normal. Mm -hmm. uh, looks like late, early 2000, early 2000 style glasses. Um, he has a dirty, um, like a kind of like a doctor's outfit mm -hmm. on, uh, like a doctor's coat. And uh, I believe you, that's you and not lying. I believe you want to help. I do. In any way that I can. It's been some time, and I pick up the, the tea. It's a little cold now, but... He takes it and drinks it. But I have been watching. And I fear that one of the people here shouldn't be trusted. But I do not know if it's my paranoia. I haven't spoken to another soul in four years. Uh, um, like his appearance. So he's he's pretty old then, right? Because you're, you're how old are you? I'm forty-five. So he's like fifty. He's a few years older than you. Oh, he's older. But than he's in really good shape. I mean, he okay. looks a little malnourished, but. Yeah. Mm. And he means talk like talk like this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, talked yeah. to people talk just like. Right. But. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So I guess he's he's about around your age. I mean, you did. I did blow this place up a few years ago, so it is nice to have me base back, um, and I will be able to fix my uh, contamination area. And he gestures there. You guys are standing in. Mm. This is where I'd keep the monsters for the experiments. Mm. I read some of your notes. You've I read do, my notes. I do apologize. We were curious as to what was down here. Yes. I trust you, but only you. And he stands up and continues putting his bag, things on his bag, and then looks to you. How would you like a shower? Mm. Yes. 
And, I would uh, love to shower. Perhaps a meal, other than rice, and I hit the <laughs> rice steamer with my cane. The rice is uh, most filling and cheapest. But not always the best tasting. Yeah. The food's more sustenance, not more. If I could just eat bar that would feed me the entire day, I would just eat the bar. They make that now. And I start <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, uh, you come out and uh, there's a few people at the uh, having a few drinks mm. at the table. Um, it looks like Wu, um, Charles, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. You two are welcome to be there if you want. What, are they like just... They're just having a few people are just drinking. Oh, like looks yeah, like they're okay. playing quarters, just hanging out. If it's a, it's a, it yeah, it's a Saturday, so. Probably won't be saying much, but I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't think I'll be there. You don't think so? I think I'll be in the bunk. Okay. Um. Yeah, Dean's hanging out with you. Okay. You kind of, kind of. Bonded over computers. Yeah, he's talking about. He kind of listens to how you talk about hunting stories and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very interested at your bow. Uh huh. Um, and he's talking about how his sister t- taught him how to fight. And he does, like, sweet rolls and stuff. <laughs> um, and Gene's with you guys. Uh, Gene, Wu, Charles, Pykel is at a table. And then there's another table with, like, uh, looks like Maxine. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard's not there. Richard is off on doing something. Uh, and Sarah's just... She's always at this end table. One of the tables on the far end just sitting there. Always in trance or reading or practicing weird magic stuff. Yeah. Um, and you come to in Pykel, you see, because you're sitting at the far end of the table. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, like, in the area, like, but I'm yeah. not with people, like, talking. I was just on the table. Um, I'm sitting there. Yeah. And, uh, you see Father being followed by a man in a doctor's uniform that's, looks around the same age as him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, like, gesture for them to come over and sit with me. There's a man you've never to. seen. You've right. never seen this I man. just, for him, then, specifically, <laughs> I guess. I, I turn back to Dr. So come as a surprise, I imagine, talking to this many people. Say what you want, or explain what you want. If not, I will, I will do the talking. But don't worry. Sounds good to me. And he look, he's like really running his hand. He's really, he's really nervous. He yeah. looks like he's sweating. Okay, I walk it home. Everyone, I would like to reintroduce some of you to Doctor. What was his first name? Stephen Rosen. Stephen Rosen Rosenberg. Uh, you're like right behind Charles, and you, he like he like his knee pops up and he hits the table. It's like, ah, bloody hell! And he turns around and he goes, <gasps> "Is that you, Steve?" And then he like gets up and they shake hands, mm-hmm. and he pulls him into like a a hug. God, now I have to do a German and a British accent to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they kind of talk and they both look like they're crying. Yes, I and, did it. I did it. I was nervous. I thought I thought one of them was going to choke each other. I know. I thought it was going to happen. No. Um, I thought he was going to leave. I thought he was just going to see you and be like, oh shit, now we got to go somewhere else. <laughs> but. Yeah. And then they're just kind of talking and then they mm-hmm. look. You and the doctor's like, I was worried that he wouldn't be happy to see me. We were on the same team. Mm-hmm. Pykel and I are on the same team now, currently. Mm-hmm. Yes. I point out Did you guys pick a name? We are Heartsbane. Oh, most, most lovely name. Team Heartsbane. 
Our name was the cursed the <laughs> the arcane oracles. Ah, from your notes, yes. Yes, we were all good at uh, the art. Charles is like, I've I've been searching for all of you. I've I've been looking for. They keep telling me the Austinlings are dead, and I I have a feeling they're not, and I can't find Draz. Me and Draz were the best of mates. Uh, we never found his body, and uh. He just kind of starts to uh, choke up mm. when he's talking. Yeah. I offered this man a shower. I uh, hope that that's okay. And uh, Wu, you kind of look over and Wu's kind of signing uh, to Jean. And Jean goes, well, we, we did need a doctor. A real doctor, Pykel. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like drinking. I'm just like staring at him. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Good job, guys. I did not think that he was going to stay, but I was like, out of all people to stay, I was like, good. I was like, oh my god, the one who's good at talking to you. like, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Might actually pull this off. I'll be very patient. It will pay off. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah he goes to take a shower and then. He just kind of talks with Charles at a table for a while. But, cool. uh, do you tell Mavis isn't even? Do you don't see Mavis around anymore? I. Uh, I feel like a doctor should say something. Yeah, I want to say something about her parents, but I also mm -hmm. we don't know for sure, so I don't want to false hope that. Yeah. So. If anything, the doctor should say something. To yeah, her. I'm just gonna. Okay. Um. Now. So after a while, you come out. Um. To. Uh, like. Get a snack. Sure. Yeah. There's a little. There's a little snack fridge, at one of the desks. There's. Uh, Pykel has a fridge where he keeps a lot of his liquor, um, and he's allowed you to leave some some yogurts in there because you love the, the protein. There you go. Um, and you come out and you see a strange man sitting at a table with Charles that you haven't seen before. I I continue getting my yogurt. Okay. And Charles. Where are the spoons? I need <laughs> a spoon. Just, Little plastic spoons. Yeah. Dude, Pico has all the things you need on his desk. He's a snack. Like, he's a snack boy and a drink boy. Yes. I need one. With, I can't do one without the other. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. And Charles kind of waves you over. He goes, "Hello, another bird. This is Doctor Stephen Rosenberg. He was on the team with uh, on with on my team back in the day with your parents. And he uh, wanted to tell you something." Yes, Mavis. I... I've seen your parents. They are not dead. But I fear... They... Are being held by something. By some things. Some things. Where? I've been the doing, doing the research on... Why there's so many goddamn vampires in the city? They usually don't group up like this unless they are starting a coven. If they have started a coven, Chicago may be lost. And that would be very bad, just for the world in general. And I fear they have collected people to help them with this. Because a lot of them have a hard time going out, especially the higher ones. The ones who have a lot of power. And I have been researching where they could be. And I have 
on one occasion I have come in contact. Okay. I have seen Veronica. And he gestures to, like, the scar on his face. I have dealt, I have been dealt with by Veronica. She has, I approach her in a public place, uh, just to see if I was seeing things. And she struck at me with a blade. But, uh, and she ran off before I could follow her. But she dropped these in the struggle. And he puts uh, this, like, necklace. Uh-huh. And it has a little medallion on it. Uh-huh. And it has just, like, these teeth. And then the canines are extended. Okay. I believe she is under the control of a powerful vampire named the Madame. And that, that's what we're going to call her. Awesome. We did it for the most part. That's it. We did really well this session. Maybe. Like we got it. Maybe. I mean, we not only did we fix up our base, but we got like a new like NPC. Mm-hmm. But it's and we started a new case. Fair. Started a new case. Yeah. Kind of. He seems to know a lot about vampires. It might not be our official case, but it's a personal case. Yeah. Right. Thank you all for uh, following in this little like uh, regrouping recovery session where we kind of had a little bit of story, but it was a lot of fixing up, making our characters grow. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I've uh, it's a lot of fun. With uh, I appreciate anyone, even if it's just one person checking us out. That's exciting. And if you do like, make sure you uh, give us uh, a rating on iTunes and just. Tell someone who likes horror or other types of real play podcasts. That would be amazing. Uh, I have been your chill master for the evening. My name is Nort. Uh, this is Derex, again playing Father Frank Flanagan. And Ranson on Michael Sanchez. And Anna playing Mavis. And I want you all to just remember, I want you to turn your volume up really high, and I just want you to know that I want you all to just stay spooked out there for me. <laughs>